Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources, and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Welcome to the Nikki Glazer Podcast. It's me, Nikki Glazer. That was the voice of my producer, Noah. Producer Noah is uh, in Arizona. Um, I am in one of the Cayman Islands, Grand Cayman. Cayman is how they say it here. I am on location. I've never been able to say that before in my life, so I'm saying it as much as possible. Uh, I'm shooting a show here that will come out at some point, and I'll be able to tell you about it. But until then, I have to keep it under wraps. But the biggest news in my life is today I am starting my podcast my show. I'm calling it a show. That's why I named it the Nikki Glazer podcast. So I don't have to say I have a podcast. I can say I have a show that just so happens to be named the Nikki Glazer podcast. Not that there's anything wrong with the word podcast because there isn't. It's my favorite uh, medium. 
um, right after, uh, uh, what is his name? Jonathan Edwards, who's some other people that can talk to ghosts. I was making a medium joke. Um, uh, Miss Cleo, is she a medium? Yeah, I think so. She's probably a, a large, she was a, a larger lady. Listen, I'm all over the place with this joke. And um, what I'm trying to say is, is that I have a new podcast out. It's called the Nikki Laser Podcast. You're listening to it right now. Thank you so much for listening to it. At the top of the show, I'm always going to kind of just ramble for a, a minute or two with my producer, Noah. Before we bring in my co-host slash side, sidekick, sidekick co-host, side, side coast, co-side host kick? Well, side host. We'll get it. What did we, side host, wait, uh, whatever, host kick is how we end it because it reminds me of what I would want to do to him sometimes. Side, co- wait, side, side co-host kick. Side co-host kick. Side co-host kick? I think that's what we decided to call him. Because it's like, I don't want to say co-host because that's giving him too much. And I don't want to say sidekick because it makes it, it belittles, it makes him feel belittled. Which actually I would like. No, I'm just kidding. We actually had a great, my, my new side, ho- side co-host kick and I had a great talk last night before beginning. It wasn't even before the podcast began. We just... I really recommend this uh, for your living partner because we're roommates, best friends, and now we're starting a podcast together. And he is uh, working for me for the show that I'm currently on location for, on location, on location, Cayman Islands, big deal. And we were, uh, we've been bumping heads, we're button heads. That's what I like to say because one time my friend was telling me about a band he was managing, and I go, "How are they how are they doing?" And he goes, "Ah, they're all right. They're uh, they're you know they're buttonheads." And I was like, "They're buttonheads." I thought it was a term of endearment, like those buttonheads. And so I was like, "It sounds like a Wanda Sykes insult." Yo, buttonhead. That's my Wanda Sykes. But yeah, so uh, we were buttonheads yesterday a little bit, and then uh, I came home, had a little. Toke toke to relax at the end of my long ass day of filming on location. Did I mention I'm on location, Noah? And uh, <laughs> I didn't know. Could you mention it again? It's so freaking fun. I can't get over how fucking great my life is right now. I almost feel bad because it's, I'm just so happy. Anyway, I got home last night and Andrew and I just had a heart to heart and he got to tell me all of the things that I've been doing lately that have bothered him. And I, listened and then he goes I feel like you always it's always whenever we have these it's always me kind of dropping a bunch of stuff on you and you kind of and I like apologized and like took it apart and was like oh I do that to you because you make me jealous that you get to behave that way and I don't get to because I'm too embarrassed to behave that way so when I see you behave that way I want to make fun of it and make you feel bad when it doesn't go like like he was like you like sometimes you make fun of me or whatever and I'm like yeah sometimes I bully you and it comes from an u- ugly place of like you're free with yourself and you get to act like totally free uh, uh, unencumbered and it's and I don't get to, I don't feel like I get to do that I don't want act as free as I want to and so when you do it and it doesn't work out I need to make fun of it so it validates the fact that I'm smart to not do that and I should keep not doing that does that make sense Noah um yeah, it does. I I get I get where you're coming from. Um but I don't know. It I guess it kind of bothers me also about Andrew that he could just be so free. <laughs> and we have to Yeah, like, that's be what I'm mature. saying, but that's not but it, that's not that's not his problem. That's our, our problem. problem. 
because we should be everyone should be that free and it's it's that's what one of the reasons I love being around him so much is because he is so doesn't care what people think but at the same time he he does but not as much as I do anyway it was a really good heart to heart and he goes I feel like you never like we you never have these moments where you just tell me everything that I'm doing wrong that's bothering you and I go because I'm honest with you when those things come up in the in the as they're coming up I'm more quick to voice my annoyances and they don't I don't harbor them and I feel like sometimes he probably does because you know I don't know I mean there's a million reasons why but I don't I don't keep and that was really good for me to realize is that oh yeah I'm just kind of like honest with how I feel about things in the moment there's not a lot of times where I'm like I'm gonna have to confront this person because it's really been building it used to be that way but now I'm better of just getting out when I get it out what about in the delivery in the moment. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, oh, you know, and I go, yes. And and because I deliver things in the short term rather than the long term, they can come out a lot more harsh. And that's that's my problem is that, yes, I get them to you quicker when they're happening and I deal with my feelings, but they I don't have time to pro- process them so they come out more eloquently and probably kinder. So I have a lot of things to work on in our friendship, but we'll do it on the show. Um, a couple things bef- before we actually begin that I want to say is, Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for listening. I'm really excited to have a new batch of listeners and also bring in people who have been listening to my other shows that I've done in the past. I've done many podcasts. I've, I've done uh, the SiriusXM show, You Up. And um, I'm so excited to be doing a daily show again and just uh, have a chance to put myself out there on a, on a daily basis and talk about things that are going on and make mistakes and make up for those mistakes and say dumb stuff that I regret and say stuff that I didn't even know that I was going to say that day. Like this is all like a, it's just, this is exactly what I want to do with my life. I don't need to be doing this show. I want to do this show. And it's just such, this is going to be such a fun show. Sometimes, I mean, maybe it won't be sometimes, maybe it'll get heated. I don't know. What I do know is that we've worked really hard to make it as good as possible out of the gate that we can, but it's going to change with us. And as we get more listener feedback, so please, if you're new to the show, subscribe, rate, review, and, uh, and we'd really appreciate it. Bottom line is the Nikki Glazer podcast has started. This is not something that is going to go away anytime soon. You can commit now and... Pop in whenever the hell you feel like it. This isn't something you have to check in on every day, although we'd love for you to join us Monday through Thursday and interact with the show in any way you can. We want to build a fan base here, or we want to just have you come in and casually listen whenever you happen to have the time. No pressure. We're just trying to have fun and and be honest and be real and, and laugh a lot. How about it, Noah? Sounds good to me. You know what I'm mostly excited about is naming our listenership because that's always a really oh. fun part of starting a podcast <laughs> or any show is just the create and I, who knows what it's going to be. We could coin it today. Yeah, we could. Can I throw in be- one into the hat? Yeah, please, please throw it into the hat. Glazer heads. Okay, I've considered it and <laughs> I think it would be glaze heads even though that sounds like the end of a lot of the porn I watch, which I wouldn't even, I don't even see the end of porn I watch to be specific. I never wait for the guy to, I never wait for the end. I don't like that part. I think that's a very popular part of porn is the end, uh, the money shot, so to speak. Ne- literally, I've never seen one. And if I do see one, it's by accident 
uh, because I left it running because I opened another tab and I happened to go back to that tab and be like, oh, what what happened there? So that's how I get revenge for all the times I didn't finish is I never let anyone in porn finish. <laughs> um, glazer heads might be a thing. No, it's it has to be weirder than that. You know what I want it to be? I want it to be like when me and my best friends in high school were coming up with a code word for sex acts that we weren't doing because we weren't cool at all, but we wanted to be able to talk about them in front of our parents with, you know, that you come up with code sure. words. What like, was it? Did you have any like that? Yes. Like what? It was called baking cookies. Oh my God. And what did that mean that you were like hooking up? Um, it it, it could mean like, anything from like masturbating to having sex to like two baking porn. cookies. Yeah. It's just called let's yeah. Baking cookies. And then when you were baking cookies, were you like, I'm going to go give some hand jobs because uh, I got to bring them into class tomorrow for it's it's uh, bake sale day. Um, that's funny. It's always something that you literally would have to show for if you said it in front of your parents. Like, because we would say, mom, we're going to knit some sweaters and then we'd go smoke pot and then we'd come back and there's no sweaters. There's no, my, I never had any interest in sweaters. It was so obvious. But, we, but one time we were coming up with a code word in my bedroom for, cause we were, my friends were just starting to get sluttier than me. And so we were like, we got to get some, we can't say blow job in front of mom and dad, even though it turns out my mom probably doesn't know what that is anyway. Um, uh, that joke was for my dad who I hope is not listening. Um, no, but we go, we can't say blow job. Let's say, and I go, guys, we had always already coined hand jobs as we called it vigorous because it's such like a, oh, like you guys know what I'm doing right now when I go, oh, oh, it's like, you're like, oh, you look like vigorous, like, oh, 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 oh. it's so vigorous. So we called it vigorous. And then um, I was like, what about blowjobs? And my friends were like, I don't know. And I go, it can't be something stupid like, uh, and then I looked at a part of my shelf and I was like, like green vase. And my friends were like, yes. Because there was like a green vase. We were like, yes, it has to be green vase. So to this day, we're always like, did you green vase? And of course, I'm like, no, I haven't done that since January 2020. Um, I can see Andrew like hovering in the shot. Do you know I can see you? <laughs> this is uncomfortable. This is supposed to be my part of the show that's private for me where I can talk about you. And you are looming in the stare. He's so Guys, eager. <laughs> it is. I hope... I wish I could show you what is going on here. He is standing right. There's a tiny mirror that's like a sun and the part of the circle part of the sun. Not the, the rays are all like this like wiry thing. And it's like an artsy sun. And then the sun part is a mirror. It's very small. And he is happening to stand at the part of the mirror where I look into it and I can see his little head is perfectly filling into it. And he's hiding in the stairs where he thinks I can't, I can see you. I know, I, I heard my name and you said I'm bringing on my coat. You said, yeah, I said I'm, it's coming up. Just because you heard your name, I will call you when you are summoned. I'm not, but I have to go all the way back up fucking stairs. Don't cuss at me, mister. You said you were up there taking a poop, a nervous poop before we began. Okay, well, he will be here in mere seconds. And I say mirror like M-I-R-R-O-R -R -R because I'm staring at him in a mirror that he thought because he could see me on the mirror that I couldn't see him back because he doesn't understand how physics works. And neither do I to be. Don't even ask me what physics are. But I feel like mirror images are a part of our physics and light. Stop it. You are coming in when I summon you. And why are you playing with your penis? Why did you just pull at your penis? There was a there was a poll. That's how we're opening this. Well, we'll cut it. Your penis. Your penis. <laughs>
<laughs> His mom already did. Wait, wait, why? Oh, circumcision. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty, beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother, all nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. All right, here he is, my co-side host kick, Andrew Collin. Okay, I was a little premature and I apologize. Yeah, hanging on the stairs, stalking me. I mean, looking at your face in the mirror where it was just your face in the middle of that sun mirror 
was so creepy and I felt unsafe just because I feel like the first part of the show is mine that I can say whatever I want. And, you know, obviously you'll hear it if you want to, but it should be my like sacred space. 100%. I was you giving know. you all your space. I was <laughs> even outside on your balcony. I was. You're on my balcony? Yeah. Let's, I mean, let's set the stage for the people listening at home who might not know. Uh, Andrew and I, uh, I don't know if you've heard yet, you guys, I'm on location for a, a TV show that I will be able to talk about so much when it comes out. And I can't wait to tell all you guys about it. Because I do feel like I'm talking, I know, I know several, many of you are already like friends and friends of mine, which are friends, friends slash fans, friends. Um, but I have so many more to make and I, I want you to be in on my life as much as my friends are. But I can't tell you the details about this, but we're in the Grand Cayman. We're on the big Cayman Island. Cayman. Yes. yes. Okay, man. Okay, man. That's how I learned how to say it. So it's not Cayman. It's Cayman. That's how they say it on the radio. That we, the one station we listen. Yeah, to. the K Man radio just station. One person speech impediment. <laughs> <laughs> but we, yes, K Man. Yes. Okay. Yes, and I came in early because I and heard my name. And we're living together in a condo uh, type situation at a hotel in Grand Cayman um, with the rest of the crew of this show. There's like hundreds, uh, over a hundred crew members on the show, and we have taken over this hotel. It's very fun. But Andrew and I had to quarantine for two weeks when we first arrived here because of COVID. This country has no COVID. So in order for us to um, be able to go out amongst the population um, without a mask, even with a mask at all, was we had to stay inside for two weeks. So Andrew came to this because we knew we were starting the podcast. I knew he was going to be my co-side host kick. And he came down to the show with me. He's now working on the show for me, um, which has been so much fun. But we live together in this in this tiny-ish place that we kind of talked about last night is like the ideal space. I like I don't need more than this. Anyway. I mean, I could use a little, probably another 3,000 square feet. Okay. That's, okay. That's, and that's not too much. Yeah. Right? And with a fish, like a fish tank with a tiger shark in there. Uh-huh. That'd be pretty badass. Uh, I don't, I don't like that. I mean, that would have to be a huge tank for a tiger shark I'm to be talking, happy. Yeah, I'm just, I mean, I'm half one, the house is tank. Okay. Are there anything else in the tiger shark's <laughs> yeah, tank? Yeah, of course. Make it happy? Tigers. Like a little castle? Tigers you know, and a tiger a, shark hanging out together. Okay. A drowned tiger? <laughs> no, he, tigers can swim good. I know, but they need, okay, so there's also some land in this Yeah, tank. there's a, there's an island. I just want all these captive animals in your dream scenario here at this hotel to, to be taken care of and happy. It'd be pretty badass. And then just a stock fridge. Yeah, well, we got that too. So we're living in this condo. Andrew and I are both on the second floor of it. He has a room with two twin beds. I have a room with a full bed. He was upstairs just now giving me my private time to do the top of the show. He crept downstairs. And now tell us tell us what you were going to say. So I, just- I went upstairs. Um, I try not to look at any of your things when I go into your room. Oh, yeah, because you had to go through my room to go to my balcony because you don't have a balcony. That's right. I did see some apparatuses. I try not to look what? at them. But I don't have anything out. I do. I mean, it's a colorful. Oh, I have the, the blue thing. There's there's multicolors by your bed of oh. dildos. No, there's not. I saw at least seven plugged in. <laughs> I was like, did this? Did she bring in a? Uh... I want to be clear that the show has already discussed some sexual topics. I am okay. not someone who's going to talk about sex every day. I'm very well known as like a sex comedian, but this is just real life. This happened. I did not set that up for you to come down here and talk about. But this is the real life. So you saw some apparatus. I saw some apparatus. I was wondering how you plugged them all in. I can't believe we still have power in the house. <laughs> 
<laughs> I feel like we need a generator. Truth be told, I brought I'm a cord for- I'm worried that if for... there's a hurricane, you won't be able to plug up and you're just going to be irritated. I mean, the other night, I will say that all of my things were not plugged in. And I do have one that <laughs> plugs into the wall and the other ones are all on a charge. And the, the charged ones were not working. And thank God for that one that fits into the wall, which I brought- as a gener, you know, like a, you know, my backup, my my um, what is it called? The generator, right? Like when your power goes out. It's yep. like if generator. like a hoarder, yes, or, or like a, a doomsday prepper had cans of beans. You have this dildo that will. Always- I don't know what I would do in a situation where I'm in like a bunker and there's like minimal energy. Oh, you. Pro- I don't know what yeah. people used to use back in the day. A tree, to, a like log, an, maybe those like. <laughs> so can we <laughs> Noah, Noah tr- Troubles at home I just had to yell at my fiance For unloading the dishwasher Because I can hear all the plates And I don't want that to be on the podcast <laughs> I'm sorry but so many women are jealous of you right now Because first of all you have a fiance Second of all he's emptying the dishwasher Let that angel do whatever the hell He wants to do What else Avi Stop! My fiance keeps rubbing my back and asking me if there's anything I need. My, my, uh, 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 my fiance just paid the mortgage bill loud. Loudly! Stop! Stop clicking send on the on all the bills. That, oh, he just paid off my student loans that I could never afford. By the way, we were talking about delivery in the first segment. I just my tone was really bad. I should go apologize. No, it wasn't at all. It was that of a woman who's working in a shared space with her fiance. But seriously, tell him to keep it down when he calls your mom so that you don't have to. Yeah, what if he was wor- what if he was working and you were sit and you were sitting on a lazy boy watching sports with your hand inside your pants? Yes. Real too loud. How would he feel? Listen, if if my my hands were in my pants, there would be something loud in there. Blood. Because, there would be blood. Oh, God. Andrew. You get in there. No, I don't. Um, I heard Okay, it. how did you sleep last night? Because we're spo- oh. supposed to go into, to introduce you, I was supposed to ask, how do you sleep? Because I do want to really lean okay. into the fact that sleep is so important. And I think that we all need to ask ourselves that a lot more in our friends. Because this whole idea of like, I didn't get any sleep, I'm cool, is so done. All I wish for my friends is good sleep. I'm obsessed with everyone on this set. I'm obsessed with if they're sleeping or not. No one's sleeping except me. I'm ha- I have the best schedule on this show. Everyone's stressed. They're all fine and fun but i'm sleeping like a well last night wasn't great but how'd you sleep i slept great so as you know your boy's a winnie the pooh sleeper i sleep with a t-shirt on and nothing else okay I and let in my his balls hand in a hang. jar of honey mm-hmm. yep jar of honey which makes me piss uh sap <laughs> in the yeah, middle like of the night kids put their cans in warm water if you put your hands in honey you'll piss, you'll sap. piss sap uh and so I- god there will be sap <laughs> <laughs> sap is such a strong word Ooh, for one a, syllable. Yeah, it's almost like WAP. Oh yeah, WAP. Sad yeah. ass pussy. God, we were really diving into those lyrics yesterday. They're really oh good. Oh my lyrics. god, we were but, getting into WAP yesterday on the way into the, my shoot because I'm on location. Um, we were we were just cruising because <laughs> it's about a uh, 25 minute drive, and those lyrics are incredible. That's why I love so, so much rap. Is so funny, as in like stand up comedy funny, like. Comedic writing. I mean, it's so I know. I just feel so. It really tickles me that we thought of sap and we went to wop and not rap. <laughs> like, oh, we, well, because you said it was like a, a, it had some 
Because yeah. rap doesn't have like rap. It doesn't have the same kind of whop. It's like whoa. Oh. So I so I slept last <laughs> night, n- no shirt, okay, completely naked. Oh, gross. Well, that's not Winnie the Pooh. No, no, no. I'm saying I usually Winnie the Pooh when I don't feel comfortable with my oh, upper you body. Just have because I have man tits. We Wait, all know you that you are alone in bed and you want to wear a shirt by yourself in bed. It's the same reason why I keep my nipples hard when I shower because I have man tits. I don't like them. My dad had breast cancer. I feel like my tits are eventually probably going to kill me. I don't know. There's a lot of as a part of you. Not I'm not saying hoping for it, but like wanting to get a breast reduction, having a reason to get a breast reduction as a man, because it is a thing that you can get. I'm, I mean, The Rock, apparently, someone, I remember I got yelled at. He did something with his tits to make them look better. Men, I've, I've known men that, that I respect and love who are manly men who have had breast reductions okay well then maybe i should look into that because the reason why i wear a t-shirt is because i don't want to look at my own fat tits in the middle of the night or sometimes what i'll do is i'll sleep on my side mm-hmm. and i never feel fattered and when i sleep on my oh, side you got cleavage going sometimes i get i could literally feel my own hand between my yeah. fat tits no i relate to that if i'm just feeling kind of like more <laughs> puffier yeah. i don't want to like feel my but like sometimes I'll itch myself with a pencil so I don't have to touch my stomach like in an area like oh. on the side sometimes my love handle if I just hit it a wrong way and this is by the way totally b- body dysmorphic you should this is sad that I even think this way but sometimes it, there's yeah. a, it's sap that I think this way but if I touch a part of my body that feels a little like ugh, I'll just I'll touch it with a pen I'll scratch it with a pen so I don't have to actually touch it and interesting rem- so, so that's yes, your Winnie the Pooh yeah yeah and so last night, because I, I, whatever, I've been exercising, I've been kind of focused on health and fitness since we do, we are in location in a tropical area and I have more time to do this. I slept completely naked, mm-hmm. which felt great to wake up naked and to know mm. that I'm, I'm comfortable without having my own fatty tits uh, affect my sleep habits. Well, the fact that you sleep naked mere feet from my own bedroom is going to make it so that I'm not going to be sleeping well. Too turned on? Let's get to the news. <laughs> you heard it here first. first. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> he says that line all the time, you guys. You heard it here first. So we're calling this segment where Andrew gives us some headlines of the day. You heard it here first. And you might, you actually might be hearing these first because I, we do pull some stories that we think are a little, are important to know, but might not be the front headlines. As, although we will cover top headlines. Yeah, because well. usually front headlines, everyone's already talked, like n- yeah. a million of them are already hitting but it. But also, up. We, we will cover our takes on those, but there weren't any like crazy ones today. But, but the, there were some great stories, and I can't wait to get to them. Please share. All right. So the first story, guys, is uh... <laughs> what? What are you laughing about already? It just felt so like I I was thinking about how I was going to do was the headline normal so Nikki wouldn't get mad at me. So I didn't sound too much like a a news reporter. I talked to the I listen, you guys, this first show is kind of a shit show right now because there's so much to make sure my listeners know. I want you to know that we have done test shows to prepare for this day, even though it might not seem like it. And so any, he is a little bit anxious about some of the things I've told him to work on leading up to the the top show. I also want to, or the first show, I also want to say, Andrew, that I already told in my private talk that you were already eavesdropping on. Well, the first part of it that you may baby bist while you were on my balcony and smelling my um, vibrators was that um, <laughs> you... Um, <laughs> You and I had a great talk last night about um, 
like our relationship and because we are, we live so, you know, people are very confused by our relationship. Sometimes we are not confused by it. We're best friends. We live together. We're both heterosexual platonic friends who have never sexually done anything romantically, anything. It's never been that way. It never will be that way. We are best friends. And now we're working on the show together and people have a hard time grasping that anyway, our friendship can sometimes be very, um, like it, it, it can be the best and it can sometimes like have some problems as every relationship does. But last night we had a great talk. Fantastic. So talk. tell me what you're feeling right now so we can get ahead of this. So it doesn't bubble up to later. What are you feeling right now going into this segment that I have bestowed upon you to do yourself and to really take control of? Um, I, I honestly, it was completely sarcasm up top. I just thought it was funny that I said I ne- I, I don't think I've ever said uh, first story guys like I'm talking to an audience since we started practicing this. Oh. It had nothing to do with last night. I felt like last night was a fantastic talk, and it also helped me probably sleep better than I have in a long time. Great. And and why was I up till five then? <laughs> <laughs> probably has something to do with I had the to power outage yeah. this morning. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So you heard that story first, okay? That although liver dis- okay, <laughs> diseases, I can't wait not to already a funny okay. story. This is serious. That, okay, yeah. Okay, okay fine, fine. Oh no, that's so funny. You already know the story that's coming. Yes, and you're like, why are you laughing twice? Okay. I, I just, I'm already laughing because he is, he is incapable. And I'm trying to say this in the nicest way. You are incapable of give, t- uh, of reiterating a news headline in a way that actually captures the essence of the story while sounding like you are telling something factual as opposed to, you know, for sure, uh, editorialized. Okay. So I feel like you're already putting your spin on it. Y- here we go. Okay. Although, li- although liver diseases still affect more men. What are you? That was all one. W- although liver diseases was one word for you. Although liver diseases. Yeah. So let's enunciate. Okay. I thought we were <laughs> putting all the words together. Okay. Although Are you giving the website to go you don't to want all the liver diseases not work? You don't want it to be newsy, so I put it all together. Can I do what I would do after you do what you do? Okay. Although liver diseases still affect more men, younger women are driving the increase in deaths as alcoholic liver diseases up thirty percent over the last year. Oh my god. I tune if I'm a listener, guys. I tuned out halfway through that. Can I can I deliver it as I, I would? know how I would do okay, it? Okay, let's now. do it again. Let's do it Dude, again. Take two. Can you believe, bro? That younger women are driving up increased deaths of alcohol, liver disease, 30%. Okay. That's a more interesting take. I kind of like that side. Like I, I have told Andrew, like you don't, you can put it in your own words, but just make sure it's still the same data from mm-hmm. the headline. Like you don't need to read the headline as we give it to you. Um, that was slightly better, but still we're, we're still working on it. Okay. But can you believe but here's it? Here's the story. Let me, can I guess what the story is about? Even though that was really yeah, go Jarbled. in. Go in. I think that recent data is showing that liver disease caused by alcoholism has jumped significantly and shown a spike in women and women's uh, uh, deaths are shooting that number up more than they ever have when usually it's probably something that is either 50-50 or maybe uh, mostly men. But the pandemic... And the rise in drinking due to the, you know, wine culture and it's wine o'clock somewhere and I got to have my wine if I'm going to have kids or like give me a kid with a side of a bucket of wine so that I don't have to 
being a mom is yeah like oh my god i need Stop a margarita whining, children because your mom's gonna whine over here just these dumb things like this culture of like wine is okay to just because you're a mom and you worked hard not that you shouldn't be able to enjoy a, a, a drink of wine or a glass of wine or two um if you don't have it a just problem makes with it, alcoholism but. silly yeah, it well it it justifies it and and as someone who is an addict and has addictive behaviors, I'm always looking for socially the, uh, ways that I can point that society is telling me what I'm doing is okay. For sure. So, I, I get it. And I, you I really need do. it. You need it, but the problem is when it happens every day. Yes. But uh listen to this. So, alcoholic liver disease is more of a threat for women because their bodies process alcohol somewhat differently than men. We know this. Girls, we know this. Um we can't drink as much as men, even though it's a badge of honor when you can drink a guy under the table and dreaming Dave Matthews band. And first then album. goes down on you. Down the there. trend that began several years ago is now supercharged by the pandemic. Yes. Staying at home. A lot more people are drinking wine. A lot more people are being home and like that, the, the, the little like happy hour that used to be an event is now turning into like, Oh, I'm just going to walk into my other room. And that is now, you know, you think it's on pool, pool of hands where I used to go every Friday with the girls. Do you think it's because also a lot of women are taking medication and then now you're drinking on top of medication? You always hear like, oh, if you drink while you take Advil, it might hurt your liver more. Yeah. That could possibly that, be it. I but, think that our culture just is really making it so that women drinking alone is almost like a cool thing now. Like that yeah, it's dude, like it's acceptable and it's just and it is acceptable if you can do it responsibly but if you have a problem with it you gotta you gotta just be honest about your problem because there's nothing wrong with you you just we don't want you to die ladies and i'm i'm proud of you for for getting up there and competing with the men with you know dying from liver disease but I mean, we can do anything truly women can do anything we've proven it but um i think this is kind of a wake-up call to maybe anyone who is hearing it that maybe is like hey i'm I, I should watch out for that. So just just be careful out there. I think this is an interesting statistic that I, I did want to include this story, even though it's kind of dark, as many of the livers of the women in the story are. Yeah, I mean, um, it's a spotty story for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Another liver joke. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to a um, perhaps more uh, uparted. Uparted? Yeah. Uh, so I the next story word. is uh, more women are getting cancer. <laughs> Oh my God, no. <laughs> That's not the next story. <laughs> That's not the next story. And I'm sorry I laughed so oh, hard. I laughed because I knew that was a fake thing. I'm you sorry, guys are not it's laughing way at worse. cancer. It's way worse. Oh, it is. Yeah, uh, billionaire Kylie Jenner oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sparks for fury by asking fans to pay for her stylist surgery after they got in a car wreck. Okay, so tell me the details of this. Kylie Jenner is a billionaire, um, which a lot of people say she's not a self-made billionaire. She came from money from her family. I get it. Everyone has a problem with it. She's still a billionaire. Give it to her. Whatever. I don't really care. But she is a billionaire. Let's talk about what, what happened. She had a she is one of her, her makeup stylists. Her makeup stylist got in a car wreck, uh, needs brain surgery. I don't know. I did do a little digging. I don't know if they had health insurance or not. Mm -hmm. And the number got up to wanting. So he they started a GoFundMe, the family. Okay, his Kylie family. Kylie Jenner shared the GoFundMe. His family. His family. Got it. Not her. His family started it. She shared it on her story. Mm -hmm. She donated $5,000. Now, what I've learned is that when she donated, everyone goes, only $5,000. What the fuck's wrong with her? At the time, his family was asking for $10,000, and they raised 6000 She gave 5000 to actually get it over the hump 
to eleven thousand. Okay. Now it's at a hundred thousand dollars because she shared it. People are freaking out because she's asking her her poor fans. Even though she, when she shared it, she had already went past the cap. Yes. Or what they were asking. At least that's what the she brought it up to eleven when they were asking for ten. She still shared it, meaning that she knew that they might need more. True. Because why would you share it? Yes. And her, a lot of people are mad because it's like, as a billionaire, why wouldn't you just go call them up and go, hey, what do you need? Let's take down this GoFundMe. I'll pay for all of it. Right? Yes. Noah, is, are we getting this all right? You're getting it absolutely right. And, um, okay, well, I completely agree with everyone on that. And she's a young girl and... Wait, you agree that she, sh- that she should get shit for not paying for all yeah. of it herself? Do you realize that this makeup artist... Has Chrissy Teigen as a client, Khloe Kardashian. Uh, uh, not other... a billionaire. Not a billionaire. Keep going. But why is it a billion? What's the difference between a billion and 150 million when you're talking about $60,000? I'm just saying that then it went up to 60000 Why are we getting mad, though, at her? Like, she didn't. This is my thing with mad. this is my thing with Kylie though. Is like I or, just want to get even. She charges thirty dollars for a lip <laughs> kit, right? Yeah, and then she'll put a lip kit that you need to probably how many lip? Do you have to get a lip kit a month? Probably. Mm, so. Not what? Wait, we're, we just kit. learned that Andrew doesn't understand what a lip kit is oh, or boy. how women. How long does a lip kit last? <laughs> <laughs> how long do you think a lip kit lasts? A month. Oh, babe. Okay. Okay. How long? Well, generally a couple days because you just lose it or you drop it in your purse and it like the the little compartments fall out and then they get a bunch of like dirt and like gum wrappers in it and then they get all over your other stuff and it's just unsalvageable. So, but generally if you're using a lip kit every day and I'm guessing her lip kits, I don't know what they look like, but I'm assuming they have about 10 to 16 colors in them, maybe four or five in some of them. It would last you, I would say three months if you're using it every day oh. and like a year or three years or probably you would throw it out before you even finished it for most of them. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Women right. really don't complete makeup a lot of times. There are certain products that you do complete, but most of the time you throw it out before it's done, especially with a kit situation where they give you colors that you're like, this one stinks, but I like this one. Okay. But it's $30 for a lip kit. Okay. Let's say it comes with six colors. It lasts four months if you use it every day. Okay. So then you're spending... If it's four months, what is your point? We get it. My yes. point is, is that she puts up a post with a lip kit asking her poor followers to, to buy, buy thirty dollars. Give them that? for lips, and with these lips, you're going to be as hot as me. And we don't get out. I mean, maybe some people get after her, but now we're. She just put up on her story a link to a GoFundMe, and everyone's like, "You're a fucking billionaire." If she was fucking made That's it a, great a post. Point. And she was like, hey, donate to the GoFundMe and you could have my tits. Then I would be like, that's pretty fucked up. But she just shared it on her story. And she's not no, it's making promoting, anyone. You know, listen, I like promoting giving. I like promoting mm-hmm. altruism and being generous with your money. But I really do want to keep some things in perspective when we're talking about a billionaire. These are things I did not know. And I pulled up some facts from uh, a Sam Harris podcast I listened to a really long time ago. His podcast, I'm going to reference him a lot on the show. I'm sorry if you're not a fan, but these are not political statements of his. This is just uh, facts about giving. But he said, uh, 
Mark Zuckerberg recently donated $75 million to, uh, sorry, one second. Mark Zuckerberg and his wife, Priscilla Chan, gave $75 million to San Francisco General Hospital. This is a transcript from his thing. And this is the largest gift to a public hospital ever, apparently. And yet the city's board of supervisors supervisors voted, voted 10 to 1 to condemn the naming of the hospital after Zuckerberg and Chan. Um, they vilified Zuckerberg in this process. So, uh, Zuckerberg and Chan gave $75 million to a hospital. And obviously this is a wonderful thing to do. He says, and the fact that this is the largest private gift to a public hospital ever tells you that it should be celebrated rather than sneered at agreed. Same as Kylie, right? Which is what the social justice lunatics on the board of supervisors have done. Okay. So that was his, his thought beneath the animosity of the supervisors is the growing problem of wealth inequality. Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg's gift probably seems more generous than it is. Okay. So $75 billion, million dollars. You're like, holy shit. That's a lot. Okay, he is worth $75 billion. Then Sam Harris checks it and he goes, oh, actually, um, he is worth uh, $100 billion, actually. And he goes, wow, somehow b- between me knowing how much he's worth and today he made another $25 billion, right? Okay, so Zuckerberg's gift probably seems more generous than it is, he says. In fact, for someone with $75 billion to cut a check for $75 million, that's like someone with 75 million cutting a check for 75,000 or for someone with $75,000 to give $75 towards some cause. Okay. But here's the thing. Seven, if you give $75 and you, and you have $75,000, that's m- actually more money than what Zuckerberg gave because $75 is more precious to you than 75 billion, million is to Zuckerberg. So Kylie Jenner being a billionaire giving but then you could say that 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 proportion though the seventy five million will go way longer than the seventy five dollars that person gives. Does that okay, make sense? But you still don't deserve a bunch of credit for it and deserve a hospital to be named after you because in the scheme of things you're parting with you know what amounts to seventy five a hundred dollars from someone who makes you know a, a a very very livable wage. And you don't get wings named after you when you give $100 if you're someone who's a school, uh, a a tenured school teacher. Don't you think shitting on someone that does a good deed, even though it's not exactly the right No one's shitting on him. I'm just making a point about wealth inequality. No, but people were shitting on Kylie Jenner. He's talking about Kylie, though. Yes, I understand that. But I think it's good if we look at it from a numbers perspective and say that this isn't really the most that these people can do. But it is good to... It would be better if she gave more and said, you should give as much of the, the same percentage of your income that I give, if you can. Although that would be more to that person that gives it. My, my point <laughs> is, is that she, she could have not have shared it at all. Like, what is that? And I guess and she then, won't ever again. Maybe she won't. Yeah. Or maybe other people won't. I'm just saying, I don't think we, anyone understands what a billion dollars is. And the fact that... I, I do I do hear when people argue though they go well actually they they are worth seventy five billion dollars but that's in stocks and everything they actually only have like you know three billion dollars under like cash mm-hmm. which does change how you look at things yeah you know Kylie I just Jenner love the fact that and I'm not trying to stick I'm not trying to be like billionaires <laughs> you should feel bad for billionaires I'm just saying that if someone does a good thing and they get shit on it's going to stop people from doing good things yes. Um, this is just the part of that Sam Harris that I love about wealth inequality that I just think I want to share with my listeners. He says, most people just don't have good intuitions about the magnitude of differences in wealth. The richest people now make in a day, in a day, 
what the most successful movie stars, Tom Cruise and Will Smith and Scarlett Johansson, make over the course of many years or even a lifetime at the absolute pinnacle of success in the movie industry. Like, I got into the entertainment business, and I'm not going to lie, partially it's the month I want to be wealthy because I want to take care of all the people I love and have a great life. And it's not even the greatest, it's not even close to the best business to be in to make the most money. You as a kid, you always think like a movie star is like the pinnacle or like a, being a prince, but that's so far or off. Or being but a now sports player. Yeah. But the owner is what you want to be. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I want you to make as much money. So if I get in a car wreck and I need $38. <laughs> I won't share it on my story, but I'll, um, actually, no, I can, I can give you a story, but I might take it down before 24 hours. <laughs> Um, would you put a swipe up or yeah. would you just... What I, I think we learned here is that Andrew thinks lip kits last a lifetime. That's the best. Uh, and, and they do because they end up in the sea as trash and uh, they're not biodegradable and, and everything's trash. Uh, next story. Okay. Next story. Spain is going to trial a four-day work week. The pilot program will reduce the 40-hour work week to 35 hours. I love this. Spain's on top of it. Spain, siesta. They already did a good job with like letting their sleep, getting more sleep in. Siesta's built in. I love the idea that there well, is a nation. they stay up very late. That's their thing. Yeah, well, good for them. It's fun to they... be up late. Staying up late is cool. It's what all the cool kids do. <laughs> I don't think America will ever get to a four-day work week. We are too, um, you know, obsessed with working hard. As I mean, I work seven days a week if I can, and I hate taking days off. It's uncomfortable, so I'm part of the problem. But I love that um, there is a... a country that is but like you think people, government should get involved in that yeah uh, absolutely I don't because i don't so. think that otherwise it's going to happen i know shake shack does uh to, in that article it said shake shack in america does a four day work week for their employees yep and they see an uptick so who makes in, the burgers on friday i mean they stack the workers in different ways yeah oh. the, you know the thing so. about this article is that it employs more people it creates more jobs and it keeps uh salaries at the same rate but the, you know, and this is where like economics comes into play, where you make one change and it affects something else, because then that affects the prices to the consumer. Right. But so we might have to pay more if people are working less, less hours. Yes. But people are getting paid more and there's more jobs. They're getting yes. paid the same, but it's creating more jobs. My right. I don't have a problem paying more, but that's just me. I don't have a problem paying more so that people who make a less like make a minimum wage don't have to work as long of hours. So then they but could I'm probably losing listeners as I say that. I don't want to get political well, no, about it, because but I just then have they no could donate with. to Kylie Jenner's. I will. Fund <laughs> for her to buy a lip kit. Yes. The, the four day we week work work week also takes away from driving to work as much. And also, with the pandemic happening, I do feel like there's like this like feeling like we've all played a lot of companies proved that they could work from home. Yes. That things can happen from home, that you don't have to work nine hours a day to, and you could be more efficient. Oh, yeah. You can but work now one I feel like everyone's your, like, I take can't your wait video to off fucking soon. drive to work on a Friday morning and get in traffic again. Like, people are like, like I got I to gotta do it because then that's how I feel like I'm alive because I'm actually working. I'm struggling. I don't but know. But you don't have to struggle to feel uh, successful or to feel fulfilled. That's definitely the American way, though. You don't, you can't enjoy yourself unless there's struggle put in. It's how I live my life. Okay, our last news story, and Andrews, you heard it here first, will always be something we like to call, why do I care? And that's going to be the soundbite for it from the first show, that, that lick. 
Um, why do I care? Andrew, give us a, a headline that I truly need to find out. Why do I care? And maybe we can answer. Orlando Bloom, get this, folks, says he and Katy Perry don't have enough sex after she gave birth in August. <laughs> right. Well, I, I read this and he was being interviewed in a, a magazine, which can be taken out of context. I've been interviewed before and I've been sarcastic or joking. And then it's, it, in print, it's like I'm the biggest asshole ever. And it sounds like I'm being sincere. So I read further and it was like the guy asked him, do you how often do you have sex? And he said, not enough. I mean, we just had a kid, though. So, I mean, that's still both those things can be true. And it doesn't mean he's being like, oh, I want more. She's a bad person because she's not. And he did follow it up with saying that anal is, has never been higher. So, uh, no, he didn't say that. That's, oh, that's inaccurate. Oh, I thought I... Oh. Okay, thank you, Noah, for fact-checking Well, I want to go on record and say that he said that. Um, I think this... Why do I care about this? I think I care about it because... I, listen, I like that the journalists had the balls to ask him that. I'm sure that they were drinking and they were like having a little like loose conversation. I love that question. I love asking couples, how often are you having sex? A lot of times people like don't want to divulge that to me because they're saying they're not either not having it or, but I think it's just a, it's fascinating to me because I haven't been in a relationship in so long. And I think it's a, it, it, it waxes and wanes like, uh, Oh, what's that thing that does that? Well, I mean, moon. how long do you, how long? Well, neither and one I think of it's us an have had a baby or whatever, yourself. but how long do you should you expect your wife to want to have sex with you after she just threw a kid out of her vagina? Like, you know I what I mean? Like, or if, if your there's husband a C-section, yeah. needs to have sex or would like to be intimate with you and you've just given birth, it should obviously never happen unless you are wanting it to happen too. But then you should allow him to watch porn or maybe partake in something outside of you that um, w that would be purely sexual and not something that would jeopardize your emotional relationship or your uh, sexual health. So you're saying he should have sex outside the marriage if your wife just gave out a baby? No, I mean, it should be consented, but I think women should consider like letting their, if they, you don't want to fuck your husband, let someone else do it. And then he, a guy is not going to go have sex with some girl that's just like going to fuck a married guy and he's not going to fall in love with her. He's just going to, come and then he's going to come back home to you and he's going to be in a good mood because you let him go just do this thing. That is my thought. I'm sure there are many people that uh, would never let that happen, but that is my thought. And I know I just probably lost a lot of female listeners. I'm not saying that's for everyone. That is if you are okay with that. But I think you, I think a lot of men, uh, that would be a good answer to a lot of uh, this, like, oh, I don't have enough sex and I don't want to have sex with him, but I love him and I will again someday, but just not right now. Okay, go find a girl who who wants to give you a blowjob. So I guess the, the I, I get what you're saying. I think like, look, just because you can't come and have sex doesn't mean that you, sh that you should also feel this burden. So if you come, you'll be happier. And I shouldn't have my shit deal with your shit, but you caused that shit by coming in my shit. I just don't think that everyone should expect their partner to feel the exact same way they do. People, even though you're in a partnership, your par partner might have different feelings about something than you do, and you shouldn't shame them for that feeling of wanting to have sex and wanting to have a physical connection with someone that honestly might not have jeopardize what you guys have if you allow it. I'm, I'm not trying to be like polyamorous, like free love. I'm not in a relationship, so I'm talking out of line. I don't know what that's like. I, I will, uh, so don't get mad at me, but that's just my thoughts. I do think there's women at home that had a baby and they're fucking going crazy right now thinking that 
No, I'm not saying that, that it's like you I'm should not, be I'm punished not, and you should you should be cuckolded and, and let your husband go fuck someone if you don't want that. But I think that women should maybe try to arrive at a place that's like they can look at sex as like going to get a bite of food. Like that innocuous to you. a guy. Because I do think that guys feel like nutting sometimes is as dumb as like a really good burger. They're not thinking about the burger afterwards. They're not trying to run away with the burger and leave their family for the burger. And I'm not saying that women are burgers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's our new segment. Let's play a little game called Top 2, Bottom 2. That's when we go around the circle with producer Noah, Andrew, and myself. And we say our Top 2, Bottom 2 of any certain category. Today, Noah, what is our category? Uh, the category is gifts. Okay, top two, bottom two gifts you've received. Now these are going to be the top two greatest gifts you've received, and the top two wor- or the bottom two worst gifts you've received. Let's start with bottoms. We'll each start with one bottom. Noah, kick us off. Producer oh, Noah, boy. kick us off. What is one of the worst gifts you've ever received? Uh, okay, an, a hand knitted sweater that looks like a <laughs> like a baby sweater for an I adult. Saw this. <laughs> yeah and then um, i personally showed you oh it um what did you do with that sweater because it was given to you can you say who gave it to you i mean i don't i want you to only disclose as much as you want because the uh, person could okay. be listening i gave it uh, my mom who i haven't spoken to in a while like gave it to me as a gift and i you know i'm trying to keep the lines open and be positive mm-hmm. so right now it's just rolled up into a ball stuffed on on a shelf all the way in the corner of my closet. It looks like something you addressed a a uh, baby before its funeral in. Like it's, it looks like an eighteen hundreds. Does a present get more value if the person takes longer making yeah, it themselves? Yeah, I mean there can be shitty gifts, but this is something <laughs> like I think to Noah and based on your relationship with your mom that has had like it's rough times. You receiving a gift that is so something you would not want adds it's almost more insulting because you're like, she doesn't know me at all. And I think that's what hurts yes. about gifts sometimes so much is not the heart can go into it, but it doesn't matter. No matter how much time it's that this person doesn't know me. And that's what I just learned of them. Right. Okay. Exactly. It's so right funny. On. Cause I'm going to go right into this same exact okay, kind of style me. of gift. My mom bought me and my two brothers, a denim vest Exactly the same ones, uh, and I'm not like a cool you? denim. I was 20. Uh, no, no, I was 35 years oh, old. Oh, that makes me like. She bought us all denim vests. I, like a- I felt like initially, my first thought is my mom is finally okay with me being gay, mm-hmm. and this is the way she wants to show me at yes, first. And your brothers, and my brothers that are married with kids. <laughs> uh, it was like I don't know when you wear a denim vest. What did she give it to you? What occasion? It was for Hanukkah. Okay. Yeah. And did you guys make fun of her? Was it like yes. funny that? Okay. No, yeah, we made fun of her to her. We always That's make fun good. of her gifts because my mom has amazing fashion. Yeah, she until does. Until she buys us clothes. Mm. Her, Prada, everything. Beautiful. Yeah. Everything. Me, Izod shirt with a, a V-neck. Denim vest she got at Costco. Uh, it was it was bad. Actually, it was $300. That's the saddest okay, part. Okay, so she did spend a lot of money and it was probably designer, but it was... It was uh, it was in all of our I fires I, during I the winter. I so badly that you three brothers took a picture with your denim vests on. It's just like, oh, this is funny. We can all like re like. We hated them so much. We didn't even think oh, to do that. Oh, God. Well. They're recycled now. And that was your Hanukkah? Like that was the last night of Hanukkah gift? Uh, I think that was the only Hanukkah gift that you Because <laughs> <laughs> we stopped talking to her okay, on the second my- day. One of my bottom two worst gifts ever was a uh, baby doll my dad brought home for me when I was probably four or five. It's one of my earliest memories. And it was the first time that I realized my family might be poor. 
and my dad brought home a, um, uh, a, he went to a garage sale on his way home from work and he was like, Nick, I got you this baby doll. And it was naked and like, you know, like old, but like, and I felt so bad for my dad because I was like, he's trying to like give me this gift. That's like it made, and I cried so hard alone in my room and I couldn't sleep that that night because I was like, my dad is like, it was just like a, a gift that you'd see like a dad in the great depression, give his kid to be like, I, I don't got nothing for you, but I got something. I pulled her out of the trash. And I, even at the age of four, I could like have pity for my dad. And I remember I went into their bedroom late at night and I was like, I can't sleep. And they were like, Nikki, why? And I was like, cause that, that naked baby doll dad gave me, it was, and I couldn't explain what I was feeling, but what it was feeling was embarrassment on behalf of my dad. But when I look back on it, it like, I don't know if you're getting teary eyed, but like I'm getting teary eyed, even thinking about it. No, it's a, I wasn't it's getting so teary eyed at all. It's so sweet that he tried, all, like that my dad stopped at a garage sale and like I just can't that believe that was your baby. thought process at that age. I would just be like sad that my dad got me such a shitty no, gift. No, I was like a smart kid that was very emotionally aware of things that I didn't even understand. And and I'm not bragging by saying I'm smart. I'm just, I just was like a, a very emotionally intelligent child beyond, probably more so than I am now. I've pushed so much of it down. Okay, so let's get into uh, your t- one of your top gifts. Okay, um, a top gift of mine was uh, custom Ray-Bans that my friend Roland got me, and he based it off a picture of Lady Gaga wearing her Ray-Bans. Oh, he got you, yeah, he got you the Ray-Bans of that picture I took where you, by the way, you guys, Noah, producer Noah looks exactly like Lady Gaga. We were, what were we watching the other day, Andrew, that we were like, holy shit, Uh, she is so Gaga. We were watching some Gaga clips, and Andrew just goes, I can't believe how much Noah is Gaga. I mean, it's insane. So I found a picture of Lady Gaga at Sirius XM Studios where I originally met Noah. She was my producer on my show, You Up with Nikki Glaser. And now she's uh, my producer on the Nikki Glaser podcast with iHeartRadio and Big Money Players. But she, um, I sent her this picture of Lady Gaga in Sirius XM at a certain studio that we could recreate the shot and she would look exactly like it. And Roland, uh, our friend Roland, who was, uh, the ta- is, is the talent booker over at Sirius XM, he uh, got you a pair of those exact same Ray-Bans so we could recreate the shot. Yeah. So that's one of my favorite gifts. Uh, we got to put up that picture. I lost those glasses for two years and I was so, so bummed and I recently found them in a suitcase. Oh, isn't that the best feeling? Noah, you have to post that picture. Guys, go see the the two picture comparisons because we we took those pictures. I took that picture of you, right, to recreate the Gaga one? You did, yeah. It, yeah we, we did a, a great job. That you could see how much she looks like her. So Noah's going to put that in her stories or maybe on her main post on Instagram. And you can follow Noah at Noah Injection. N-O-A Injection. I-N-J-E-C-T-I-O-N on Instagram. And Andrew Collin, you can follow him on Instagram at Andrew T. Colin, not Collins, Colin, C-O-L-L-I-N, Andrew T. Colin. Andrew T. Colin, what is your top gift? I mean, my top gift is, I think, from my grandparents when I was a kid, you would get uh, a letter for my birthday, and it would be hard cash, and it would be like $200 oh, bills. I thought you were going to say, it's like this handwritten letter that would really touch my heart, but it was just the cash. Yeah, but the cash was so crisp. It was oh, like, and, and, it and you good. could feel it, and you could smell it, and when you're a kid, Two hundred dollar bills. You could. Oh. You're Bill Gates. You're fucking Kylie Jenner. Lip yeah, kit. Like, you're that kid in blank check. Yeah, it, 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 it's and now you get a Venmo. You know, you get a Venmo for forty grand, and it wouldn't feel as. You well, would, feel you're pretty, so right. Yeah. But like, it depends and, on what emoji was attached to it. 
Yeah, yeah. And if, if it was, it was like put on private emoji, or public, you know, let yeah, those people there's know. There's like an eggplant and like 50 grand. But yeah, no, but just that hard mm. cash. Yeah, that's great. That Cause cause we don't even and that's so nice anymore. that they, my uncle TV used to always put two do- a crisp $2 bills as like a joke at our cards. And those that crispness of new money really, it, it really does something to you as a kid. Great answer. Okay, my number one gift, one of my number one gifts was uh, a uh, my bird kiwi. I had the, the best pet I ever owned was my parakeet kiwi that I got when I was in fifth grade. And it was the only time I've cried from happiness in my entire life when I opened, uh, my parents didn't have Kiwi yet, but they had a, uh, it was a white package with red ribbon that my mom and I, I, had, I was pissed because I wanted a bird that Christmas and there was no bird cage. And I was like, I was in a bad mood, finally opened this thing. And it was like one of those little, it was like the styrofoam cuddle thing that you, bird owners know. It's like a cuddle toy. Was it alive and your dad, or was yeah, it dead it was and dead your dad got it? corpse of the parakeet. And I, they knew that I wanted a parakeet. I, they didn't, <laughs> I didn't specify, uh, how I wanted it. <laughs> um, no, and that and I cried, and and Kiwi ended up being the best uh, p- pet I've ever owned. Sorry, Luigi. Sorry, Marion. Sorry, Simon. Sorry, Speedo. Sorry, Hermit Cramps that I killed by starving to death accidentally because I just didn't know what to feed you, and you smelled so bad, and I was scared of you. Uh, Noah, what's your uh, <laughs> other bottom gift? Okay, Rapid fire. Ad- the other one, it's kind of like um, a, a general thing, but I got these wooden earrings with like music notes in them and they were clearly not bought for me they were a re-gift so i guess like a re-gift is a bottom wow a re-gift is the opposite of someone knitting you a sweater yes it's re-gifts are not okay unless you are honest about it in which case they're more than okay and i love it because it's recycling it's good for the earth andrew uh what is your number one bottom gift your worst gift you've ever received okay my worst gift and this can be kind of uh across the board here but i got like a 20 dollar gift certificate to best buy and i fucking hate it because you can't buy anything in best buy for 20 dollars, so it's gonna make me fucking pay like a thousand dollars for a tv but it's gonna be like did you get a best buy gift certificate I mean, this was years ago. I can't remember. Okay, so you could buy a CD. CDs were going for like $17.99 back then. You know, this is talking 2004 prices. You could have gotten a cool Wallflower CD. I don't know. You pick up the new uh, Billy Joel Greatest Hits. I think a $20 gift card to uh, Best Buy is a great gift. And um, uh, your mom's vest should have trumped a Best Buy gift card. But I do know what you're saying when you're given a small gift card amount to a big uh, ticket price place yeah that i can't afford but best buy also sells chewing gum and like but you know what i okay i yes we could break it Uh, down a phone charger that you know you steal from me literally he has not bought his own phone charger in 18 years anyway um okay so i i get what you're saying i my number one worst gift would be any jewelry from a man and that includes uh, earrings that Andrew gave me um, uh, two Christmases ago. It was our first Christmas as friends. We met in January of 2018. It was that Christmas. He had been on the road with me, and he decided to spend some really hard-earned money on a pair of earrings. Did your girlfriend help you pick them out? Who helped you pick uh, them out? Some random girl that I actually hung out with randomly. Okay, so you maybe got laid because you asked her for your help in picking out these jewelry, which is, I think, one of the strategies in, in that uh, pickup artist book, The Game, is to be like, oh, I got to buy my friend a gift. Can you help me and then I also had a ten dollar gift certificate. Okay, well, he bought me some turquoise earrings. That was a good gift uh, <laughs> because I do love turquoise, and he knew that. But it was they were just bulky; they weren't my style. I'm just telling you, men. Even if you think you know what a girl wants, with Andrew thought going in, like I can't fuck up. She likes turquoise 
jewelry. He still fucked up and I did not receive the gift well. I was not very gracious and I should have just shut my mouth. But uh, you are in a group of all men, including my father who's bought me jewelry and bought my mom jewelry. Just give us a gift card to Best Buy and we'll get some we'll get, we'll, it's like you guys buy jewelry at Best Buy it, I was, I've been given some you know shitty um, but is gift it? from Zales that was like some kind of heart thing that a guy thought I wanted I've been given a pearl necklace that was gorgeous from Tiffany from my beloved ex-boyfriend who spent so much money and it was and all my friends were like oh my god it's amazing I don't wear pearls and I know that every woman deserves pearls but it was just giving me something to lose or have stolen from me and I um, and I'm not good with jewelry and I, I just if I want jewelry I'll buy it my Myself, but I do appreciate the thought. Um, Noah, <laughs> what is the best gift you've ever received? Top gift, round robin. Here we go. I couldn't really think of the best gifts, but the one thing that I always love receiving are flowers. I know it's corny, but I Whoa. love it. I didn't even think about flowers. That would have been on my bottom. I hate flowers. Why do you <laughs> no. love flowers so much? I just, I just love them and I would never buy them for myself, which is what makes it a good gift. But don't you hate that you have to like put them, like cut them and like f put them in a thing and then they die and then they, they just remind you of how things die and you'll die someday and then you have to like throw them in the trash and it's like sad and they get kind of soggy and gross. I'm okay with death. It doesn't Okay, I'm me. not, I guess. There's other things. Interesting. I think that's maybe why I don't like flowers, but I do, I, uh, you know, you're not alone. Flowers, girls love flowers. Um, and I hope to be one of those girls someday, but for now, edible arrangements. I don't have to watch them die. I just eat it all, and mm -hmm. then it comes out as poop later. <laughs> yeah, and I've only bought a girl flower, I think, twice in my life. Uh, one time I, uh, on Valentine's, I bought roses, and I pulled out the petals and put them, like, towards the bed, like Hansel and Gretel or whatever. Okay. Hansel and Gretel? And it, <laughs> That's when an old woman cooks two children, but um, yes, oh, we understand. The one where they're going through the forest, and I think it's Hansel and Gretel where they leave a trail to get away. And I'm yeah. glad that you left a trail for this woman to escape and remember where uh, she did. All right, yeah, yeah, right did into really? another man's arms. Oh, was this your girlfriend in college? Yeah. Oh my god, and you did the roast. Did she even like it? I don't even know if she showed up. To oh be my honest. god, man, that's so sad. Okay, what's your number one top gift? <laughs> uh, the gold chain you gave me. Really. Yeah, it's pretty oh, awesome. Oh, this just came back to bite me. Okay. Yeah, it was such I a thoughtful... I did give Andrew a gold <laughs> chain. I I bought it for myself, and it just is too much, and I never wear it. It's always been on my jewelry box. I always see it, and I'm like, the other day, he was trying to accessorize with some turquoise because there's a guy on our set who wears a lot of turquoise, and it's like, seems to be like, it, it makes him, this guy look cooler to us, and we all like love it, and then Andrew got a turquoise necklace from the wardrobe department, and he's been wearing it as a joke, but he honestly like kind of likes it. It's kind of peacocking. Shout out to the... the Strauss is the game again, pickup artistry. And um, then the other night I go, you know what would be awesome? We went, we were going to set and it, I wasn't even on set. Like we were just going to hang out with some people. And I go, it'd be so funny if you showed up wearing like a chain and your turquoise and the sunglasses and just like douche look just as a, a bit. And he walked in with this chain and then I go, you can have that. And now he's like wearing the chain seriously. He lost the turquoise even though he's wearing it right now as a joke. But the chain, the chain too represents uh, a, like a new beginning for me. Maybe, you know, a guy that sleeps with his shirt off because he's okay with his fat tits. But, like, it does. It, like, represents, like, I don't care what other people think. If I want to wear a fucking gold chain, I'm going to fucking How much do you wear... think that chain cost me? Because I remember. $450. All right. Good guess. What All was right. it? Um, what was it? I'll How much was it? 40 bucks. Okay. So... Was it really? Yeah. Was yeah. it really? Yeah. <laughs> you said it was expensive. 
I, it was. That's expensive to me for that's, jewelry that I don't wear. <laughs> you know that I'm just taking a gamble on. And it was on the street. No, no I think this it was like is not bucks. one of my favorite presents anymore. I thought you gave me like a fucking like rich ass chain. This chain sucks. That that see isn't that just God wealth inequality? It's right back to what Sam Harris <laughs> said even a or kit. what I kind of said uh, that he said. <laughs> All right, number one top gift <laughs> for me. Drum roll, please. Taylor Swift signed copy of a CD. No, but that oh. was a great gift. I did not say that, but yes, I, I would put that up there. It's not the number one for me. The number one for me is a lighter uh, that was worth $1,241, I believe, that uh, it was a DuPont lighter given to me by Charlie Sheen after the one night I met him and he accidentally set his hair on fire. Long story, but um, he accidentally in inflamed his hair and I put his fire out on his head with my open palm and because of that and because of my friend telling him that he deserves he should give me a gift because I was with my friend she was like give her a gift he gave me this brand new lighter that he got is in a box and the price tag was on it is 1200 something dollars and it's like the coolest fucking lighter it's a DuPont black matte like uh cased it's like gold you've seen it I use it I mean my favorite part about this whole story is you thought it was broken Oh yeah, I didn't use it. So I got this happened in 2013, I'm guessing. And I did not use it at all. I just was going to give it to my mom to sell on eBay, but I'm so glad I didn't because now it's just always going to be this like artifact I have that I'll give to my kids that I'm never going to have. And um and it's just a great story that I'll share later. But I do I didn't use the lighter because I couldn't get it to work and I thought it didn't have fluid in it. I just assumed it didn't have fluid in it, but then I realized that I just didn't know how to work it. And the second I showed Andrew 2 months ago, he took it out of the box and immediately opened it and and made it work and it is the coolest way it lights. It's DuPont lighter. You it can doesn't it go out. Can I ask you a question? Of course. And you're going to be completely honest? Yeah. If Charlie Sheen gave you the same earrings that I bought you? Best gift of my life. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the lighter itself. It really could have been a guitar pick, you know, no, made no, of No, 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 that's how, that, that was the exact answer Yeah, I it was Thank just like you. the meaning behind yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're uh, going to close up the show today with our final thought. This is always something that we wanted to say earlier on, but we had to move on because of time restraints. So one last time to get in something. Andrew, do you have a final thought for the day? It could be literally anything. Yeah, my final thought of the day is that if you are having trouble with a friend or if you're if something's building, don't wait for it to build to ruin uh, something that's so beautiful otherwise. So just if you're feeling low and you're feeling like maybe they couldn't handle it or they'll get defensive, that's okay. Just speak your truth because nine out of ten times the person isn't going to be like, oh, fuck you. They're going to actually like really relate to you. And if it comes from a meaningful place, it will uh, that and um, fucking just live, dude. I love that. My final thought is Keep those things inside because if you bring them out at the end of a podcast, it can really just end on like a tone that isn't as uplifting as we wanted for the end of the podcast. So keep your feelings bottled up, um, hold them inside, take them out on your pets and your family and uh, other you people on the road. You chose liver disease as our first story. Mm -hmm. And... Um, <laughs> So many fun things happened today. Of course, I'm joking. I loved that final thought. My final thought is thank you for listening to this podcast. I am so excited to explore this new territory with you. I want you all to know who are listening that this is going to be Monday through Thursday. I could have done a weekly podcast and made the same amount of money, but I fought to do it every day because I love... <laughs> 
communicating with you guys every day. I love being able to put something out every day. I love morning radio. I love the vibe it creates of like, these are my friends. I want you guys to feel like you're our friends. We want you to interact with us. We want you to write into the show, which you can do by sending us an email at the Nikki Glazer podcast at gmail.com. The Nikki Glazer podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Nikki Glazer at Andrew T. Collin at Noah Injection. I want to be honest and say that I could have gone a lot of ways with this show. I knew I wanted to do a podcast. I ended up at iHeartRadio on purpose. They have been amazing. And I'm not just saying that. I know this sounds like an acceptance speech for like when people think they're agents and you're like, who cares? No one wants to hear about your agents. Just thank your boyfriend or whoever, you know, like you're a celebrity. We want to hear about that. Not about like the industry that, you know, lifts you up. But truly iHeart has, uh, is huge. And they are giving me a much bigger platform than I would have had on my own. And I'm so grateful for that. And I want to take advantage of it. So however you're finding this podcast, either through an ad, through another podcast, or, you know, it came up on new and notable on iTunes, or you have the iHeartRadio app and it was suggested or which is a great way to listen to podcasts, by the way. And also I'm with Big Money Players, which is Will Ferrell's company um, podcast network. And it was just such an honor to be asked to join his network and to be promoted through that as well, because Will Ferrell is uh, a comedy god and um and he he now knows i exist which is the coolest thing to me ever what's up will yeah uh, yeah andrew and him have become personal friends uh that's not true at all Um, probably has no idea that you're even involved in this but i do want to say that this is just a huge (laughs) opportunity for me i know that i have done the work and put in the work that i deserve this opportunity and i don't want to fuck it up for you guys and i'm really going to try my best write us let us know what you think but most importantly and I don't ever ask for this, could you please subscribe, rate, and review? Please subscribe, rate, and review, and and be kind in those things if you want to be. If you don't want to be kind, how about you don't do anything? Because uh, look inside yourself if you want to go on there and give me one star and say how much you hate me. It's probably a projection on your own. So get, leave us a kind of review. It'll make you feel good. Or don't. Just listen and just subscribe when you want to. But I really appreciate you listening. It's not lost on me that this you know, took an hour of your day. And feel free to listen to us on double the speed. That's how I consume podcasts, but I talk really fast, so you probably have to do it at uh, half the speed. We'll come up with so many inside jokes with you guys. We'll come up with a, a thing to call you all. We'll come up with like a sign-off. I don't know what any of that's going to be right now. But for now, thank you for listening to the Nikki Laser Podcast. Thank you, producer Noah. And thank you, what? Uh, Will Farrell, I'll hit you up later to oh my discuss. God. All right, we'll see you tomorrow, guys. How this is going. Nikki Glazer Podcast. Thanks, see you Will. Then. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. 
Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they are in 150 cities worldwide. You gotta check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show.